to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, I just wanted to share a new revelation, a new rhema word that I just recently received from the Lord God, Holy Spirit. As you know, a few weeks ago, I basically um, was given an opportunity to teach the Word of God to my entire congregation on uh, on the Wednesday Bible study at our church, which is the first Wednesday where we have everybody comes together. And so I really, you know, was pushing in and asking God for something very um, tangible that was going to immediately make a difference in people's lives. And so I got that word and then I immediately applied that word also to myself. And the thing that I learned was when you're praying prayers for people, the first thing you need to do is come against the demonic deception in their minds so that they will receive the word of God and um, not let the cares of the world choke it out. And um, so, yes. So I changed my prayer for my son, Joshua, prayed my prayers, changed my prayers for my daughter, Jordan. I changed my prayer for my mother. Matter of fact, I changed my prayer for everybody. And the first thing I would do was come against demonic deception. In praying against demonic deception, I started praying for myself as well. And I touched my forehead as I prayed for everybody else. And I said, and Lord, if there is any demonic deception in me, please, please, may it be removed, binded up in the name of Jesus. In case of the present on fire, cast into the abyss and may it never return again. And then I also went after the roots of it. I said, I, I curse it, I rebuke it, I kill this demonic deception, I kill this sickness, this disease, the work, the evil works of the Satan that has been wretcheding my body. I, I kill it at the roots in the name of Jesus. In case in the present on fire cast and never to return to my body ever again in the name of Jesus. And so soon after that, I got a rhema word from God. And it was so powerful. And what I have been listening to the teachings of Andrew Womack, and he's one of the teachers that I listen to. And basically, I got the revelation that if you are walking in condemnation of any kind, and because I know we all have done things, and some things are so horrible that we just, we still walk in condemnation. Even though we know that Christ Jesus' blood was shed to, to wipe out the wages of that sin, which is death, right? So I finally got the rhema word was that if you are still holding on to past, some past sins, some things that you think are super duper, some things, maybe you had an abortion or maybe you were an adulterer or maybe you killed someone. I mean, you did something really bad. Maybe you lied on someone and cost them their job. Whatever it is, right? And you just 
can't forgive yourself, right? You just can't forgive yourself. So what is it? No, you, Jesus has paid for that sin. You know, you look at the horrific things that um, Hitler did and Stalin and a lot of these leaders. And now um, we're dealing with um, Putin and what's happening to the Ukraine people and his own people. So you say to yourself, those people can never be saved. That's not true. God, Jesus died for all sin for everybody on planet Earth, past, present, and future. The issue is, do you receive his blood for the forgiveness of your sin? And so the rainbow word that came to me was, if you are still walking in condemnation, then you are saying, in effect, that Jesus, that your sin is bigger than Jesus, the blood of Jesus. And it's not that those sins are not bad. They are. But the issue is, if you've accepted Christ Jesus, your Lord and Savior, your sins are forgiven. Now, are there consequences? Yes. In the earth realm, in the physical realm, there are consequences. But vertically, spiritually, it says, if you had never sinned, once you accept Jesus' blood and his righteousness, he takes your unrighteousness and he gives you his righteousness. And guess what? You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. That's why Paul, who actually persecuted Christians, actually went rounding up Christians, taking them back to Jerusalem, putting them in prison, torturing them and in some cases killing them when he got knocked off that that horse in Damascus and Jesus said you are persecuting me right when the, when when Paul said lord lord he knew it was lord who are you and he said i am Jesus the one you are persecuting cuz he was on his way to Damascus to persecute more christians but after he got knocked off his horse and he got the bat. Uh, Ananias um, went on straight street and went to Paul and laid his hands on Paul and the, and the scales came off of Paul's eyes and then scale. And then Paul got saved, received the blood of Jesus for the forgiveness of his wretched sins. And then he got baptism of the Holy Spirit. So he was empowered to become the 13th Apostle And he went to The desert of Arabia For three years Where he was personally taught By the Holy Spirit By Christ Jesus and the Father About grace Right And the New Testament Way of doing things When he met with people He said I have harmed no one how can you say that? In the past, Paul, you you tortured, you murdered. You were there when Stephen, the first martyr of the Christian faith. Stephen, you held their coats as they stoned him to death. And now you tell people, uh, I sinned and I, I hurt no one. Because he was a new creation in Christ Jesus. He Relieved, he understood that the blood of Jesus was so powerful that it wiped out all of his sins, including the sins of holding Stephen's coat when he was stoned to death. 
And that's why Paul was able to be so effective and be used by God to write the majority of the New Testament because he no longer lived, but Christ Jesus lived through him. He was able to transcend the Saul of Tarsus and become Paul, a new creation in Christ Jesus. So when I got that rhema word and I realized that that the condemnation that I held in my spirit, I repented for it, of course. I asked for forgiveness, and I know that the blood of Jesus covered it. I was free, free. And that is the rhema word that I received. And we have Christians all across the world, all across this nation, walking in, because that's what Satan does. We we initially, we receive God's faith. We receive Christ Jesus' faith. And that faith, because we heard the word, we heard the word, and we believed the word, and we accepted Jesus' blood for the forgiveness of our sins, and we were saved. So we are fine. We get saved. We got, you know, people evangelize like Billy Graham and many others that basically stand up and preach the gospel, the pure gospel, Jesus plus nothing. Jesus plus nothing. And so Jesus saved us and we all get saved. But guess what happens to us? Religion. Religion. That's what happens to us is what? Religion. Well, Dr. Davis, what do you mean by that? And then you have religion where then they start telling you, just like the um, people that infiltrated the Galatians church, right? And they told them, you got to be circumcised now. You got to be baptized now. You got to do this and do you got to do that. And so these are works. And so what's wrong with this picture? This is what's wrong with this picture. This is the rhema word that God gave me. If you got saved by faith, then everything you do has to be by faith. You can never earn anything by fasting and praying and giving your tithe and all these other things, right? That doesn't save you. The baptism, that doesn't save you. It is the blood only. It is Jesus only. Now, what happens is, is that those of us, some of us, we get it right. We believe it. And then there has to be corresponding action. But that corresponding action comes from the Holy Spirit. So that is the works that you see people do. And then they have the manifestation of God's word in their life in this physical realm. Because the corresponding action, the words out of their mouth are in harmony with the word of God. So what happens? Christians looking on the outside of somebody else's life, they see the corresponding action, but they don't understand that that corresponding action came from the Holy Spirit because this person truly believes God's word. And he walks in the corresponding action to line up with the word of God that he already believes, right? Faith, and it's the faith of God, not your faith. 
It's God's faith. It's Christ Jesus' faith. The faith of Christ Jesus. The faith of God is power, right? This is power. And it enables you to walk in the corresponding action, which prepares for the manifestation in the physical realm. So people on the outside looking in, trying to figure it out, they say, well, what's his name was cured from diabetes? Because he said, by your stripes, I am healed, which is the word of God, which in the word is the power of God. Yes, but they don't know that this man or this woman meditated on this word, chewed on this word, just prayed over this word until it got into his spiritual or her spiritual heart. Then the Holy Spirit gave them a corresponding action. You don't need your insulin anymore. You are healed. And then the manifestation happens. But what happens? They say, oh, I'm going to do the corresponding action. I'm going to throw my insulin in the trash can because I am what? Healed. No, you're not. You don't have the word of God in your heart. You have not meditated on the word. You don't believe the word. And you think that once again, a work is going to heal you. The work can't heal you. It's the word of God. That faith that's in the word of God is faith. The power of God that has to enter into your spirit, but not your spirit, but your soul into the activity of your mind, your will and your emotion It's already in your spirit. Okay, so it has to enter into your soul and then you wait for the what? The voice of the Holy Spirit. So you then do what the Holy Spirit says for you. We have to all work out our own salvation. We all have to rightly divide the word of God. So we can't look at other people and try to do what other people are doing. We have to do what the Holy Spirit tells us to do. Right? So then you are healed. But if you throw your insulin into the trash can and then you die of a diabetic coma, that's on you. That's where that's where I'm being very careful because I call people those Christians um, Satan's roadkill. Right. They want so badly to be a. Uh, a, a living sacrifice. They want to walk in the spirit. They want to walk by faith, but you got to do the fundamentals. You got to walk in love, right? You, and you got to read that word and whatever word that God, Holy Spirit makes Rhema highlights it for you. That's what you meditate and chew on and chew and meditate until it enters into your heart. And then once you believe it and receive it, you speak it out loud and with the witnesses. And then you do the corresponding action that the Holy Spirit tells you to do. And then you you pray and you protect your heart and don't let the cares of this world choke out the word so that you can bear fruit. 30, what, 60, 100, even in some case, a thousand fold. But you are not the branch. The branch doesn't doesn't bear the fruit. It is the vine. It is Christ Jesus. It is the Lord God, Holy Spirit that bears the fruit in your life, 
The fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, faith, faith, gentleness, meekness, self-control against such there is no law. It's the Holy Spirit that bears fruit, but you have to clear the way. You have to dine and sup on the word of God until it permeates your entire being and you believe it above all. May God be true and every man a liar. So this is where we have the issue. People are looking at other people and trying to do their corresponding what works, but it's not their, it's their works. It's what the Holy Spirit told them to do. You got to wait for what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. And so this is why we have a lot of Christians that end up being roadkill for Satan, right? Because you got to rightly divide the word. You got to have the baptism of the Holy Spirit so that you can discern, have the, the fruit of discernment, right? Or the gift of discernment, not a fruit. I apologize. The, the gift of discernment, because you know, we got the fruits, but we also have the gifts, wisdom, right? Knowledge, word of knowledge. Um, and we have these gifts of the spirit, miracles, this faith. There's a gift of what? Faith. Then there's prophecy, um, healing, um, tongues, interpretation of tongues. So there's the nine what? Gifts. And then you got the fruits, right? So that comes in your life because you have Submit, submitted yourself to the word of God and resisted the devil. That's where phase I'm in right now as I do the battle for this body because I need this body in order to stay on planet Earth so that I can do the things of what? God. So that I can do the things of what? God. This rhema word is so Powerful because what is happening is that I truly now believe that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And it clears me out so that the Holy Spirit can use this vessel because guess what? Satan cannot make God's word of no effect. He cannot stop the word of God for working for you. The only person that can make the word of no effect and stop it from not working for you is you. Now, God's word is going to work, but it won't maybe not work for you. Because what? You have what? Have doubt, have disbelief, right? Um, you um, try to put yourself in it. You You're trying to do works, you know, human works and that's not going to, you know, do, that's not going to do anything for you. It has to be from the Holy Spirit. It has to be resting in Christ Jesus and resting in Christ Jesus doesn't mean that I'm sleeping all the time. Resting in Christ Jesus means I trust God, the father. I trust Lord God, Christ Jesus. I trust Lord God, Holy Spirit. And I will do what they have assigned me to do. And I walk in the works of the Holy Spirit. I walk in the good works. And that's a rest. Right? 
I'm resting in Christ Jesus. I believe it. I receive it. This is powerful. This is monumental. And so when we look at what's going on in our lives and we look at people who, you know, they get a word, they get, they, they see somebody else walking in the miracle of God and they want to do it and they look at their corresponding action because of whatever the action, it has to correspond and it has to correspond with God's holy word, right? So they look at somebody else's corresponding action and they try to do what they do and it's not going to work for them because they have their own personal relationship with the Holy Spirit, their own personal relationship with Lord God, Christ Jesus, their own personal relationship with Daddy God, you hey, You know, I have a very close friend who's just a serious prayer warrior and she's been for decades and decades and she ministers to a lot of people and she was asking recently God what happened to us because you know there was a lot of death in her her life there was a lot of um, forces that came against her she still pursued the things of God but the intimacy the intimacy that's where the true power comes from had diminished and I was in the same position. You know, one of the things that, you know, I love my mother and I'm glad that I'm in a position to, you know, have my mother. My mother's been just an extraordinary blessing to me. But one of the things that the enemy used when bringing my mother into my home until I get back into our house, I'm in an apartment right now, and the intimacy got disrupted. And I, I feel the difference. I, I've, you know, I've got to get back to that intimacy. I would sing early morning, get up at sometimes four in the morning and dance, put on a little outfit. I even had a little outfit for God, a little purple um, jumpsuit with a um, silky, uh, satiny blue shirt and a red belt, right, with gold in it. And I would get up at, and um, listen to Daystar's Reflection. And I would get up at four in the morning sometimes, three in the morning, four in the morning sometimes. And I would just dance and worship God. And I was a worshiper. I was taught that by my pastors in Houston, Texas, uh, Eric and Phyllis Wiggins. And so I, I just worshiped. Worship God And I, my kids were little babies And I would put um, Joshua on my back And I would worship God And then we got Jordan And Jordan and Joshua I would wrap them up as I worshipped on the floor I had my babies worshiping God And one day I felt <laughs> I was in the house all alone And I was worshiping God And I felt a presence I felt somebody at my I was on face down on the floor. I felt somebody by my leg. I, I know that was an angel. That was Jesus. Probably Jesus. But I wouldn't look up. <laughs> I've transfigured. Yes. I've actually transfigured. And I was in a meeting and I was talking to some people and I started almost transfiguring on this video. So it is. Intimacy is a is a powerful thing. And so the enemy comes after our intimacy. He tries to crowd the world in on us and uh, certain relationships in on us, which affects 
our intimacy and that affects our power. But I am so happy that God is so patient and loving and he just waits on me until I get it together and get back to my first love. That's what we've got to be, guys. We've got to be at our first what? Love. I've got some really dear people that I've been praying for, um, Mary Ritz and Tom Ritz, and um, now I'm praying for my mechanic, Rodney, praying for my pastor, Pastor Steve, because the enemy has definitely come in after the body. And so I lift them up right now in the name of Jesus, and I want to do a prayer right now for anyone that is listening, and you need a word, and you need God to move. I'm going to pray a prayer for us all in the name of Jesus. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, heaven and earth are filled with your holy glory. Abba, Father Yahweh, we belong to you. Abba, Father Yahweh, have your Holy way with us this day. Use us, improve us, transform us into a vessel you wish us to be. I lift up Rodney. I lift up Pastor Steve. I lift up Pastor Yvonne. I lift up Mary Ritz. I lift up Jeff. I lift up D. I lift up pastors all over the world and I lift up my cousin Pastor Grace and her husband Tommy and I lift up my mother Esther Williams and I lift up Auntie D. Rudolph Oh, really, is on TD America, and I lift up all my family and friends. Lift up my son Joshua, my daughter Jordan, and I lift up my godfather Doug, and I lift up their families, and I lift up everyone, Lord, to you, and I pray, I pray for your protection. I pray the blood of Jesus covers them. I pray for the angels, legions and legions of angels to cover and protect them at all costs. I pray healing and health. I pray riches and wealth. I pray grace, grace, and more grace, and your mercy, your mercy, hallelujah. I lift up Vanessa in India. I lift up um, Dean Allison. I lift up President Larry Robinson. I lift up Provost Eddington. I lift up all the leadership, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I lift up David White, Lord. I lift up Rufus Ellis, Lord. I lift up Jerry Holes, Lord. I lift him up to you. I lift up Nicholas Thomas, Lord. Hallelujah. I lift up Keith Rivero. I lift him up, Lord. I, 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 I,
I lit up the College of Education. Dr. New, all the all the people, all the administration, I lift them up to you. I speak favor over all the NSF, Lord. I speak favor over them, Lord. Hallelujah. I lift up your people all across this nation. And I come against demonic deception. I come against demonic deception in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus comes against them. And we bind up demonic deception. And Lord, we curse it at the root. Die, die, die. Die in the name of Jesus, never to return in the people of God. Through the might of our Father Yahweh, through the power of the Lord God, Holy Spirit, and through the precious blood, the precious blood of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. I want to basically close out this broadcast with Romans 10 9 and that is that if you confess with your mouth Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you are saved thank you for once again joining me on enter the glory zone 94.1 FM wave 94 Dr. Edith Davis Presence.